the vibrant Violet, and I am your host, Dee Boone, your business mindset coach and social media strategist. And today we're talking with Misunderstood Adrian, who is here, and we are going to talk about, again, love and how love affects our lives. And so I wanted to ask, how do you build and protect a healthy relationship? Now, being in love and sustaining a relationship takes work and willingness, consistency to engage with your significant other, okay? And I say significant other because, you know, or or partner, whether it's male or female, whatever floats your boat, that's yours. But most of the time when people say partner, they always think same sex. And I'm like, no, that just means I'm not telling you the person's name. That's all that means. <laughs> so, you know, my whole focus is just really about um, helping people to build and protect their relationships that they are currently in. And reason why I say protect, because let's face it, we got a lot of people who sometimes get in our business, like our family and our best girlfriends who are all in the stuff. And we're like, uh, you know, sometimes we ask for that information, that feedback, or, you know, hey, you know, this is happening. What are we doing? You know, what do you think? And then they're all in the Kool-Aid, you know, not really knowing the flavor because you're, you are the flavor. He's the flavor, but they are not a part of the drink. You understand? So, yeah, so it gets crazy. So Adrian, what is your take on, um, on, you know, having a healthy relationship, but also protecting it by keeping other people out of it? What do you do? Well, I am, I believe, I think like the mirror, mm-hmm. I'm big on that mirror. Um, so how, how the reflection of it looks, it becomes that feeling. Mm-hmm. So like you're trying to keep people out of it. You really, it's not good. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep people out of it because if people care about who you are, then people do what's wrong with Right. You don't want to say, well, this is what's going on. But you've situated yourself within the relationship, so that's the only thing going on. Like, it's a no brainer. Right. No, I'll have to tell, you know, what's the word? Um, I heard it say, it's not really not complaining. Mm-hmm. But explain it. Yeah. Because you got to explain it because I need you to understand why I make you feel like this when I show up. Mm. That's true. That's true. And it, it, it always stems from starting with how I feel, not you made me feel, you know, like that. You know, and, and that's key. That's real key. It's nothing you can do about it, but apologize. What if that wasn't like the intent of where it was coming from? Right. You're automatically wrong. 
um, there's nothing that can be received from it because what you thought was wasn't, and now everything is misconstrued. Yeah, and it gets crazy. Um, but it's important to spend some time with that person to get to understand them, and sometimes that takes a little extra effort because sure we would just love for it to flow always but we're different individuals you know we're always making things up as we go along and we're not the same so one day I could have a particular feel for what I want to do and the next day he might be like nah I'm not into that right now I'm like, well, what's wrong with you? And he's like, what's wrong with you? You know, and you go back and forth. Um, but understanding when to cut that, you know, dialogue back and forth off and just be like, oh, okay, he's just not into that. All right. So now what do I do? But this, if this is something I really want to do, is it something that I got to do with him? Or is it something I could do by myself? Or is it something I could do with another person that he won't be mad about? You know? So, I mean, you got to go through those little dialogues with yourself and not just be straight out mad with him because he don't want to do it. Yeah. Right. And then you have to figure out there might be a reason truly down inside. Oh, my God. Down? I'm, I'm sorry. I just got, like, a big old news break. You know, I just came back to Vegas and they just dropped this big thing down. Some one day in Vegas. I'm thinking all of you to be home. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me take them off right now. I'm no longer there. I don't want to know that bad. <laughs> down to like my whole thing is when I start asking questions like that. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Because when you're asking questions like that, it says that you're not dialoguing with the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they didn't want to do it. There was a shut off in it. Okay, I understand you don't want to do it this way or that way. When there's a shut off where I'm out and my brain mm-hmm. together, to me, that's a problem. Yeah. Because you might not be in my brain. So the other side of my brain is talking and now we having a whole conversation. Now, where is that conversation leading? It's leading me to by myself or with someone else. Obviously, it can't be with you. Mm. If I'm in my brain and you're right here, then that says that you are not even a stand-up right here with me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I got to go in my brain. So as long as I'm in my brain, I know I'm good in my brain. I've always been good in my brain. Mm-hmm. And then you now just have to... You have to, you have to go see, I lived that life of them sacrificing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, because you wanted to do it, but he said no. And not really understanding why he said no, but because he said no, it was just a no. Oh. Now, I'm looking at it and I don't still have it. And you talking about no. <laughs> hell with you, bro. Because now I know not to even wait on that. Because at the end of the day, I don't have time for that. Mm. I do that. If you're not even willing to go with me in my brain and work it out. Everything's not always going to be great. You're not always going to want to do what I want to do. And I might not always want to do what you're going to do. But the communication 
needs to be there so we can realize what it is that we do want to do. That ain't what we don't want to do. We can't just not want to do it and then just sit in silence. I'm food. That's like kindergarten to me. It's like getting... <laughs> Yeah. Sit in the circle, sit in the corner and be by yourself and think about what you did. Oh. No, no, no. That's not that's not relating. That's not connecting at all. And that's what you want to do. You want to have an open communication. You know? Right. You know, because if you can't have an open dialogue and it don't have to be long. And I know guys always say that women we just go long and on and on and on. All right, fine, fine. So we learn I know for me, I've learned to know when to cut it off. Okay, he's done with this conversation. Did I get my resolution? If I didn't get my resolution, I'm going on. But if I did and I I missed it, you know, because I'm still that, you know, going at it. Uh, but and he's already somewhere down the line said, okay, yeah. <laughs> but I'm still, yeah, but you know, da, 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 da. no. So I learned to cut it off so I could go, all right let's do this and let's go and let's make it pleasant, you know, and, and don't penalize them for now doing it. <laughs> cause you, cause you know, my old mind said, well, you should have said yes in the first place, you know, you know, and so, but that doesn't, that doesn't build that separates, you know, and that's what I had to learn. And I, I'm, I'm doing better at it. The older I get, the better I am at, okay. All right, you got your yes. Shut up and move on. <laughs> the problem becomes you get your yes, but you realize that that wasn't a yes that you really wanted because you're still somewhere else. And because in that moment, you thought that was the best yes. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, well, damn. What does that Well, that's how you have to make the best of it. You really do. You got to try to make the very best of of that interaction, you know, because because you can go back and leverage it later on, you know. You said as you're getting older, mm -hmm. like so, and we learn things, mm -hmm. like that. That's where I'm at right now. And looking at things that I used to do, mm -hmm. and then I'm like, oh, well, I used to like them, but I didn't like the outcome of. Them. Mm. I now know what I want to do, I kind of want to do, but I can't do because I already know what those outcomes look like. Mm. That's when, that's when it's like the maturity in me, that's when I started to like see the word more, you know, so I can get the foundation of at least a foundation. Right. As opposed to just be out there drifting. It was always good to be angry. I grew up in the church. Mm -hmm. so, so up in the church there's an anchor that is placed on us we don't even know wow in school, you know and that is the thing that has kept me because I want however you want to see whatever you want you know mm -hmm. but God was the anchor because it didn't allow me to get lost mm. so now by coming back like you can actually, you know how they say when you go like on your way up, mm -hmm. you'll see on your way down. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Same way, it's the same way your your anchor your anchor string is because the way that you get back 
to your foundation that you can turn back around and you'll be able to pull back on the hope that was in anchor, which says that the same people that you did see while you were drifting away, mm-hmm. you come back. The difference is how are you coming back? Yes, exactly, exactly, yes. That, that's the blessing of where I sit at today because it's like on the way back, there's so many people that I'm seeing on the process of way back. I just had a conversation with someone yesterday. Mm-hmm. It, it, I took so much pride in letting them know. I don't talk like that anymore. Like that's like a conversation in my world. Like, but it was taken back, but they appreciate it because if you're standing on what you know, I realize it's all about that love. It goes back to the love. You're not feeling yourself. There's always going to be a there's going to be a jagged edge. I think it was Antonio that that used the two references of the the paper. Like you're like when you're in a relationship, it's you are one sheet, the one full sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Other full sheet of paper. Right guys get connected there is like glue that holds you together but now as that relationship and you guys begin to separate you are no longer a full sheet of paper yeah damage so now it's all about what's going on in the damage can you repair your damage mm-hmm. you know Know that there's a piece of your paper that is on that part and be mad about the fact that you don't have that piece of paper. Try to find the other four corners of your paper to fill in the middle. Mm. It hopes so that you can come back to your wholeness and be able to stand again as a sheet of paper something that it hurt me when I first heard him say it almost a month two months ago now right it, because you never focus on the things that like okay when they say what but if it causes you pain you know that it's real but most people don't like to deal with the actual pain no so if you can alleviate the pain or bypass the pain you begin to learn how to bypass and alleviate the pain and avoid it in the future. The day that he explained to me that as long as I was doing it that way, it was uh, it was not allowing my sheep to I had to then start to ask the hard questions. Uh-huh. Why are you not happy? What is missing? Uh-huh. Things are good in your life. Things are better than they've ever why are they missing? And then I realized I got a heart issue. Oh, wow. I have a heart issue. And because of the fact that I have a heart issue, I'm willing to bend over backwards for you so that I can feel like you got a piece of my heart. Oh. But that's a lie. Because now you're bending over backwards and it's like not even you. So 
you know, I can honestly say, like, since we started her, we started talking, mm-hmm. and I'm in my five love languages. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but that's a real book, though. I like it because yeah, it is. I heard reference the five love languages. Yes. Right? Yeah. But the way I was reading it, now you read a book and then yeah. you're like, you're trying to figure out, I always say it like in the Bible, now when you're reading the Bible, you know the scripture is talking about the leader, but you know somebody, it's it, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, say it again. Uh, like, don't, don't let them be preaching from the pulpit and you know the person is like in the congregation, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so when you go, when I grabbed the five love like first thing I realized, damn, I'm in this book looking for him. Mm-hmm. 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 In that book for me. Yes. Yes. And once I got that, like, epiphany, like, aha, I said, oh, I did it. It's me, and I am not in the right love language for what it is, because I can't hear what's going on, because that is not my love language. Exactly. Like, it, like, those are great, but gift are, you know, I'm thinking, you know, gift is like, the greatest gift was Christ gave his life, you know? Mm-hmm. Nobody else like that. Yeah, that's gift of service. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a gift. Yeah. They know about giving gifts like that. They yeah. come wrapped up shiny and all that kind of stuff. That ain't the same. That's not the same gift. Right. For me, it would be this conversation that we're having right now. To me, that's my love language. Having the c- communication. Yeah, yes. The, the, the mm-hmm. opening up you saying something and then we make a whole story out of what you just said. Mm, yeah. That's love. Like it, and it don't even have to be real. But in the moment, mm-hmm. it's, to me, there's like no better place that I've got to be. Ah, see? And that, and that's the key point right there. What you said is so powerful. It's like, when you realized it was you, you had to figure out your own love language so that you know, okay, this is how I receive love. And that, and then he's sitting there giving you a gift. You're like, no, I don't want the, I don't want the physical gift. I want time. I want communication. Yeah. I say something about the gift. We can't even talk about the gift. Like, oh, this is such a nice thing. Like, and now let's make the story up of the gift. But no, the gift should have been good enough. <laughs> but see that, but that's not your your perception. But that's his love language. Now, hi. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's when relationship that happens. Almost like in church. Mm-hmm. Everyone, church is like religion, religion, religion. No, it's your relationship. Yes. That you have with the Savior. Yep. That allows you to be able to do whatever it is you need to do. But if your relationship is 
almost feel like you're not moving. Right, exactly. Exactly. You're not you're not moving forward. You're you're just kind of stuck. And that's the thing that you want to avoid being stuck in a relationship. You want to keep it flowing, you know. At least move it towards something, you know. And, and it may not always be marriage. It may just be commitment to each other, you know. You're talking good stuff now. Now that's like that, that, that 2021. That's a 2021 talk. <laughs> marriage is a commitment. But there's a marriage that's happening that is all about the not so much about marriage. What is the marriage? Mm-hmm. The marriage. Yeah. The marriage is that you're going to do. The marriage is that arrangement mm-hmm. or agree- agreement. Agreement. Yep. Between mutual parties. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and if it's going to work, the communication has to be there so that you can understand it. Yeah. And then. So, I don't understand how, like, okay, here you go. You're in this situation. And you're dating, but you're not happy. But then he says, "I'm going to marry you." Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't what do you mean you're going to marry me for what? Like usually it goes the opposite way. And it's all great, and then you get married, and then it's like, boom, who's last? met my representative and now this is exactly what you get. <laughs> yeah. How is it that you can be unhappy? Like, this, to me, you show up at my place and you're unhappy. How do I receive you when you come back and let me know you got a ring? Oof. I'm trying to what with you. Like, you know what I mean? That's the freak yeah. you have to tell. Don't call me after this. Because you already know that you were supposed to walk away, not get in. It's true. And also, did did you want the ring more did you want more than you wanted the relationship? You know? Obviously. You know. Obviously. And then that says that you like bling, you like fast, you like glory. Because at the end of the day, that ring is not making you happy. Right. Exactly. Yeah, there's nothing worse than being in a relationship you don't want to be in. You know, uh, because you you got engaged to the representative, and the real person has been sitting on the couch eating uh, potato chips and playing video games. You know, because the representative likes to take you out, have dinners and and whatnot. But see that that's only for like I got six weeks of taking this girl out until I lock her in. Oh no. Oh no, baby. That you you start one way, you better finish that way. You know, it, it's really about having you know, I always say to, you know, whoever I'm dating, I'm like, okay, so this is the representative. When am I when am I going to meet the real you? Because that's, you know, let's cut to the chase. I want to meet the real you. What is it that you really like to do? And most of the times, that that, that questioning gets uncomfortable. 
because they don't want to expose themselves. They still want to maintain that representative look, you know? And now I just want to know what is the real you? This, if the real you likes to sit at home and watch um, uh, Law and Order all day, I need to know that. Because the as real. Watching it on Ion. Look, as long as he's watching it on Ion. Ion. Right. I can't, I can't even, see, I don't even watch television. I stream everything. So I don't even know what that is. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. oh, I mean, I've heard of it. I've seen people sit there in their homes binge watching it all day long. And I'm just like, nah, I'm out. Deuces, you know? They watch reruns. Yes. Seasons of years of reruns. Yep. I cannot lie because I was one of those people. I, listen, when I tell you that I didn't realize how stuck in a matrix like I really was, uh-huh. I would watch the same show. Mm-hmm. Every day. Wow. Like, great. But they thought it was great because it was like you you actually knew it. Like it was so, there was, I didn't want any kind of other spirit to come inside of me. Mm-hmm. Except for the ones that I don't already watch this. I've already handled this spirit. So these are spirits that are okay. We're not going to maybe go out here and do something too. Mm. And it was better than watching Lifetime. Lifetime will make you paranoid. Uh, Lifetime, I call that the crying woman channel. Right. You know, eventually you'll end up crying over something. And I'm easy to cry, so I I, I don't watch the Lifetime channel. Be like, I mean, like, for, for example, tell you how easy it is for me to start crying? Star Trek. Star Trek is, is a, you know, adventurous you know, crash movie, you know, everything. But when stock, when Spock was dying in one of the movies, oh yeah, I'm crying. I'm like, oh, Spock. Yeah, so yeah, I I, I get into it. So, <laughs> it's a mess. I know, I know it's a mess. <laughs> well, one of the things I want to address is like, how do you protect your relationship from other people? Oh, one of the things that um, was kind of given to me as a directive in a relationship was I don't talk about what goes on between me and you with other people and I was just like oh really and I'm saying to myself well why not (laughs) yeah why not he goes that's just never been my thing I said because I want to build the intimacy between you and I. And I said, okay, that's kind of different. And so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, okay, one, one first thought came to my mind was, okay, this guy's trying to keep me a secret. You know, that was one, right? But that wasn't the case because we knew mutual people and um, they knew we were dating. So if, if anything, he was like, there's no need to share the details of what we're doing with each other, with other people. But what I like to do is build within ourselves. 
And I was just like, oh, okay. Now that's different. And so, and as a result of doing that, because I'm not giving out that energy that he and I have built, it kind of built up versus petering out. And um, it's been very rewarding as a result of that. And I'm like, oh, why wasn't I doing this before? <laughs> you know, and um, and and I, I've enjoyed the experience, you know, because there's nothing, um, those details that I would normally, girl, let me tell you what, what we did last night, you know, <laughs> where we went, where we did, you know, that's, that's fun. That's fun to go and, and tell, tell your friends, oh, this is so cool. Let me tell you what we did. But. Oh, until they decide that they want to be you and they, they then get jealous of what you're doing. Yep. So into what y'all are doing. And you know, when it comes like like I can understand as long as it's a good thing, yeah. then it works. Yeah. As long as it's a good thing, it works. Yeah. Because like the first time you're kinda like, um wow. Yeah. You know, that also can be um it depends on if it's a good thing. Yeah. Because as I I had a girlfriend that used to always talk about like the guy's sex. Mm-hmm. And I used to Right, that's true. You need the joy. Right, 
because like now you're situationally happy. Mm-hmm. That's when situation stop. Where's your happy? Mm-hmm. You know, like it's different for me. I have my parents are still together. My parents are celebrated. For 50 years. Oh America. wow, fifty years. That's awesome. Different, and I've never really seen them argue. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can't sit here and tell you that they didn't because I know I would be retarded if I would think that. But we never saw it. I don't know what they did. I don't know how they did it. But whatever they did, that was whatever that was. And that's how it's been. Mm-hmm. They've kept families together. Like most of my family, my dad's side and my mom's side, mm-hmm. we're all one family. Yeah. We all aunts and uncles. Because of this fifty-year relationship, because That's of beautiful. that relationship, now it's an example for all of us that we can see. So certain things, you know, you just don't have to do. True, true, true. I've seen the woman. I've seen the miserable ladies before that have the houses and cars and all that stuff, and they're miserable. Like, so to me, that's not even like a, you know, I don't even look at it. I'm like, um, and then when you hear their story, so it's like an awesome, I just got caught in a play. Frankie Darcel, conversations, and it's like my character is exactly that woman, you know, that grew up and loved on everybody, but forgot to do the love on her own. Mm. Now everybody's on. It's like, what the hell? You know? <laughs> what about me? Yeah. But don't forget. And now keep that damn noise down because y'all making too much noise. <laughs> 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 I don't want to hear y'all hoofing over there. I'm not hoofing over here. Keep that down. Keep that shit down. <laughs> you know? Hey, hey. Hey, hey. I can hear you. You know? <laughs> Because you over there that living your life, boo. We, but we'll turn around and be like that real fast. Mm-hmm. If we're not honest about who we are. Like, I'm moving into this thing, and it's like, I bl- like I said, I bless God for Antonio. Because it's been almost 22 years mm-hmm. since I walked in on my boyfriend and that girl laying in the Mm. But I never dealt with it. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know what I mean? We all have our way of how it would have been when it was. Oh, I wish I could have seen and I would have. And you know how that is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stuff happened. You know? And so when reality hit and it happened, I, what can you do? I took the high road, not knowing that he was going to be in a bad accident, not even two weeks damn later. Mm-hmm. And die. Wow. So, so it was never a resolve. Mm-hmm. It was never, it was never an issue. I kind of based it after the fact that it didn't matter who they were; they were going to cheat. The normal. Mm-hmm. It's like they just needed to. It probably would be better if they did. You know what I mean? Like I just started to come up with all of these other things that never made me have to deal with like certain stuff uh-huh. in a relationship. But then when you look back at it, you're like, damn, I'm about to be 44 years old. And there's a situation. I have a man that loves me. I didn't even see him. 
that's a situation. Wow. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a situation. God yeah. is there. God and I see this. This is what I need to see right now, God. What are you saying? But you can't go on without fixing something. Yeah. You got to do that inner work. You got to do that inner work. It's got to get done. And it's like, it's got to get done. Because I realize now, it doesn't get done. I'm just going to hurt. Like, you know how they say hurt? Hurt Hurt people. people. Exactly. Exactly. You're hurting people, but you're hurt. So because of that, because of hurt, it's like hurt people hurt people. You just work on it, but you have to be conscious of the fact that you know that it's hurt. Yeah. The second you say that it's hurt, God starts working on it. Mm-hmm. But we walk around so long, shit ain't broke. Can't fix it. And we're you carrying like, it. We still carry it. That's the thing. Like, oh, you can't fix it. <laughs> keep acting like you got this together. You ain't got nothing together. Let the thing go. Exactly. Let him do because the way you're doing it now is not making it work Mm-mm. you know and it's like after a while I'm telling you this birthday this birthday I, this birthday that just passed I learned so much about me yeah because you only get one of you and every your life is yours yes bad and the ugly you gotta make that shit do what it do what you <laughs> yes and now we don't do it who's to blame right you can't blame anybody else you can try at the end of the day that shit doesn't work you gotta just be that's why I said I look at I look at it like it's a mirror everything I look at everybody they have a mirror on their chest yeah because I need my reflection I need to see me yes I need I look right because I'm not right I don't want to be I don't want to be like I like I'm not saying it's a lie. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I see my reflection in you. So therefore, if I see my reflection, I'm gonna give you exactly what it is that God gave me. True. That was light. That I'm not putting the darkness out, but light is gonna overcome darkness. Yes. It's simple. It is. It, it look it's simple, and it's not something that you can make up. That's the thing. People be like, oh, you trying to do this? You trying to do that? Ain't nobody trying to do this. Sit back and watch powder. <laughs> no. We, yeah. You got to be proactive, even in your own healing. You know, we just can't allow it to sit and fester because it turns cancerous when you do that. You know, it does. It does. And um, one of the things, um, there's a book called You Can Heal Your Life by Louise L. Hay. And so in that book, she says, disease comes from us being uneased. We're uncomfortable about a particular situation. And it shows up in the different types of diseases. And, and you know, like, I, matter of fact, I keep that book next to me on my, um, my dresser drawer so when i if i'm feeling a little ailment i'm like oh let me go find out what the problem is you know because it lists what this the ailment is the probable cause and then a new mindset a new thought pattern that you got to develop and it always goes back to love and approve of yourself 
you know, and that's one of the things that we have to do to heal our bodies internally uh, and spiritually, you know. Mind, body, and spirit is all connected. It really is. And one of the things that I realized uh, over the last since I've been back on my vacation, I kind of stopped breathing. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I, you know, as adults, we're shallow breathers. And I couldn't figure out why, you know, on vacation, I was so happy and, you know, everything. And I came home and I was just like, you know, it just been holding my breath and I, and I couldn't understand why, you know, and, uh, and, and I really got the message, breathe, you know, and I usually do this exercise of inhale five, hold five, release five. And you do that 20 times. And, and for me, that's my, that's my meditation. But what it does, it clears my mind of all the junk. Because all you're doing is focusing on your breath. And so in that breathing process, I started doing it again. I was like, Dee, this is one of your keys to success is the breath. Breathe. You know, and because and what it was is that in my experience on being on vacation and seeing all this beautiful, beautiful landscapes, I mean, I was in a five-star uh, apartment with overlooking the a pool, several pools, and the ocean. You know, I mean, it was gorgeous. And then I come back home, and <laughs> I think my my spirit was mad about like, why are we here? Okay. <laughs> funny you know i just got back from vegas right and i just because i don't like the like because the covid is here nobody's outside you know what i mean so it's like no if there is no like there's no people uh-huh. downstairs and there's a casino downstairs there's always people right when it was like nobody anywhere like <laughs> Sad, right? I was on vacation. Like maybe I'll go to the restaurant or something. Maybe I'll need some potatoes. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But listen, I do, we need to wrap up. I just want to say thank you so much, Adrian, for uh, being with me today. It's been awesome. Tell everybody. Um, where you are, how they could connect with you. Um, I know you have a book out, so tell us about that. Yes, yes, yes. I am the author of Surviving Tough Times. On your march, get set, go. You can get it on Amazon.com. That's probably the easy. That's Surviving Tough Times. On your march, get go. There's the what? I'm the author, but I'm also a founder and of the company called IMA LLC. Mm-hmm. And we are mostly climate specialists. We are guaranteed to change the culture and the climate of your life. Basically, just like we just said today, every situation that we're in mm-hmm. is the situation that we're in. If we can focus on the fact that the only thing we do have in common 
is the way that we breathe. Yes. Exactly what it is that we should be seeing in this moment. We are the same. Your thought, my thought, their thought, they become our thought. And together, that's what IMA is all about. Because it puts a different narrative into the situation. It says, I am a believer. I am a conqueror. I am a nigga. I am victorious. I am a doctor. I am a lawyer. And whenever it is, there's no way that any of that is heard by the other things that go on. Mm-hmm. So there's an incentive program that I have going on. I want to do travel. I think we're going to do a book tour. We're going to do like a 50-day book tour or something. Ooh, awesome. You know, the incentive out there to let it be known that you can do what you need to do, how you need to do it, and you will be the examples that our children need. Yes, exactly. And I really appreciate this today because this was good. <laughs> I'm glad I got to sit today. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am Dee Boone, your business mindset coach. And I want you to remember to learn, love, and lead your best life right now. And thank you. Until next week, this is the Vibrant Violet. Yes. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Awesome.